Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Today we will be discussing our, let's say, our experience in Blackpool, how we felt at the competition, and maybe a few stories of what happened there. Ricky, would you like to start out with, let's say, your first experience in Blackpool? Hey guys. Um, so this is going to be more of like a casual podcast. We're just going to be talking to each other. But just to start out um, with some few funny stories, I guess. First time I went to Blackpool was obviously Junior Blackpool. And I think I was about eight years old. And going to England, I'm pretty sure that was the first time I ever traveled overseas. And for an eight-year-old, it's very, very different <laughs> than as how I experience it now being overseas many, many times. And I just thought England was absolutely crazy. All the people were different. I didn't like any of the food that they had there, like literally the classic English breakfast. I hate almost everything <laughs> that goes into the breakfast. So you can imagine how much of a headache I was for my mother every morning um, before the competition would start. And of course, Junior Blackpool is at least five days long, if I'm not mistaken. It could be longer. And as a 10 dancer, of course, my partner and I, we were dancing every single day. So every single day, we have to wake up, do the hair, do the makeup, make sure the dresses are ready, try not to be late to the competition, eat the stupid English breakfast or whatever my mom could find for me that I would actually eat. Because, of course, you're there for a very, very long time especially if you're able to do well enough to make it to later rounds. Um, so yeah, definitely the food was not my favorite in the beginning. Um, and hold then... On. Hold on, hold on, Ricky. Um, did you stay at an Airbnb when you were there? Uh, absolutely not. Oh, First... did you... Where'd you stay? <laughs> First experience ever is the cheapest that we could find, which of course was a bed and breakfast. Okay. One of those tiny rinky-dink places. I had never seen a place like that in my life. And I'm not saying that from a negative point of view. It's just as an eight-year-old in America, we're so used to having these huge hotels and even the comps in America. Of course, I could never, I could almost never with my family afford to stay in the competition hotel. So usually we were always at a smaller, cheaper hotel, just close to the competition that we could get to. But even those hotels are honestly pretty nice because we're in America then you go over to England to the tiny, tiny town of Blackpool. And of course, the absolutely fantastic Winter Gardens is just surrounded by teeny bed and breakfasts. And I've never seen hotel rooms that small in my life. Not hotel, <laughs> like motel bed and breakfast rooms, tiny beds, the tiniest sink you can imagine, the teeny, teeny, tiny shower that I could barely fit in. And I was a tiny human being. The absolutely the rooms were freezing cold. So at night I would have to literally wear my slippers and a scarf and a hat to bed because I was so cold. And of course, since I was so small, I didn't have a lot of body fat on me to keep me warm in the beginning. (laughs) So the nights there were not very pleasant. Guys, just um, if you've never been to Blackpool, if you and just a visual visual. um, Hold on visual it just a visual for you guys if you have ever seen sherlock holmes and literally any version of sherlock holmes when you see where they live it is 
almost like that. So you would walk in, you would have the stairs, maybe you'll have a small lobby where you would eat the breakfast and you'd go up and then there would be like five to 10 rooms that you could go up to. This is a bed and breakfast in England. I stayed at one as well. Um, I was okay with the breakfast. I wasn't very picky. I didn't like, uh, what did I not like? I think I didn't like the hot tomatoes that they had. Oh, the tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. <laughs> the hot tomatoes. It was just something because I was, I'd never tried hot tomatoes before. So that was a very interesting thing I tried. I could not eat it for seven days straight. Just saying, could not eat the hot potatoes for seven days straight. It was okay for a few days. And then I'm like, okay, I'll just stick the ham and eggs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, the rooms there are tiny. The stairs, just imagine a wobbly, uneven staircase. I had like, you go up six or seven stairs and then there's three tiny rooms next to each other. And then you go up seven more stairs and there's four more rooms there. There was a bed and breakfast we stayed in one year because obviously I've been to Junior Blackpool five to six times. So the first year was pretty rough. I remember I went there, my partner and I went on the first day it was a single dance day. I want to say it was something like cha-cha day or something like that, where you have one dance. Samba probably. Samba day. Yeah. And um, we didn't even make the first cut. We did not even make the first cut. I was so sad. You don't understand. I literally came off the floor, went to my mom, and this was eight-year-old me, traveled so far from Seattle to England, which is at least 11 hours on a plane. The time changes, the hair, the food, which I didn't like, the bed and breakfast that was absolutely freezing. And I did one dance and they told me, nope, you're done for the day. I was just crying. I was bawling my my whole eyes out. My mom was like, don't worry. Tomorrow is going to be better. We're going to make sure that it's better. There was a whole slew of things that we tried to do to make the next day better and progressively as the week went on from monday to friday of course we had we had better results there were days where we made a lot more rounds not anything crazy like even quarters semis or finals of junior blackpool like when we went we were not we were not very good in blackpool you actually see the ballroom world and what it's made of and my partner and i when we went the first year we were tiny 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 little fish in a big ocean over there so it was honestly just for experience but as the week went on we did achieve slightly better results which made us feel at least a little bit better about the experience um yes just a quick thing that I wanted to add. I love the way that Blackpool is organized and how they have these early, not early morning rounds, just morning rounds that they have. Uh, when I went to Blackpool, I found out that ballroom dancing has a section of it that's called sequence. <laughs> I have never been so confused in my life. <laughs> I was watching sequence. I was like, what is that? Um, uh, if you've ever seen any war movies with Viennese walls, <clears throat> that's basically what it looks like. But they don't hold hands; like they just they don't they don't have a frame. They just hold it with one hand and they just go up and down, up. And they all have so let's say like thirty couples. They all have the same routine. They just go around the floor, just like a merry-go-round, just all round and round. Like, what are you even practicing? I mean, in a way, I guess that's smart because the judges don't have to 
focus that hard. They're like, okay, well, they're doing the same thing. And this one just looks the best out of everyone. So we're just going to pick them. But it was just, I was so confused when I saw a sequence. I remember the first time I saw sequence, I was so surprised because I had been dancing. Okay. I went in 2009. I started dancing in 2005. So I had been dancing for four years, which when you're eight years old, that's 50% of your life I had been dancing for. And I thought, I thought I knew everything about dancing ballroom, Latin, even a little bit of rhythm and smooth. And then I went over there, I saw the sequence. And first I had never seen two girls dancing together. Nowadays, in 2020, 2021, even at some competitions in America, you have same-sex competitions where you can have a guy and a guy dancing together or a girl and a girl dancing together. But there, 95% of the couples were two girls around the same age, around the same height, with a similar look to each other, dancing together with the exact same dress on, exact same hairstyle, and exact same makeup to show they're very, like, they are a couple. And there would just be 20 or 30 of them around the floor all dressed in their matching dresses, hair, shoes, makeup, everything. And like Dan said, everyone's doing the same routine. And the families for these sequence dancers, obviously, since it's more of a UK-based thing, of course, I've never seen it in America. I can imagine the Chinese dancers, Russian, Ukrainian, Italian, other European countries probably didn't have it as well. And for them, it was also very surprising. But for the UK countries, they're just hanging huge flags all around the ballroom with the names of their couple on it and the the number of the girl who was wearing the number and i was just so surprised how much um support that these sequence dancers had and how passionate they were about it and i had never even known that it was a thing in the first place and now of course every year i went after that i knew what to expect but it was a completely different side of ballroom dancing that i had never even known about before Yes, I've, for some reason in my head, I never registered that Ireland would be doing bottom dancing. And the sequence just consistent, consisted of Ireland, UK, Wales, and that's pretty much it. I didn't see anyone else there. Again, super interesting. I loved watching the coaches trying to fix some things on deck or during rounds with the couple and i was like this is this is this does not go together this is does not go together it does not register in my head the way the way that they were just it was so calm whenever i see coaches at a competition correcting students it's so aggressive it's like you didn't do this you didn't do that he was just the most calm it was so passive aggressive as well it was just so weird when you're watching the sequence dancing yeah i also felt just watching the dancing was literally so calming because of course the music is very different than cha-chas sambas waltzes that we hear so the music is different everyone's doing the exact same routine basically if you imagine a formation team and they're doing the movements with their arms and their skirts and they're twirling underneath each other to the music. And it's literally the most calming dancing I think I've ever seen in my yes, life. <laughs> definitely. It's hypnotizing in a way as well. Um, but yeah. I wanted to mention one thing. I don't know if you experienced this, but like I said before, Black Bull was my first major international competition that I went to, Junior Black Bull. And in America... 
And I'm only going to say this because I'm American. I'm fully American, raised by American parents and grandparents, born and raised in the United States. We don't speak any other languages. Fully American here. Um, we are very sheltered in America when it comes to changing rooms at the competition, I would say. So even at competitions, they have the girls changing room. They have a women's changing room a boy's changing room, and a men's changing room. That's four different changing rooms that we have. I've seen at competitions before. And they're nice and luxurious. There's mirrors everywhere, place to put all, hang all your stuff, uh, the nice chairs, just space for everything. And how I grew up, I was very comfortable changing in the changing room. Of course, um, when you have to get undressed and you have to change, Usually you're used to just doing it like in your closet, in your room by yourself. Of course, I had to get used to it being with other people around me, but it was never something like super crazy. And there was never so many people there. I felt so uncomfortable. And I always had my mom there with me because, of course, I was a little girl. I was a child and I had my sisters with me. So we were like all in it together at this point and we're used to it. And then I'm eight. I go to a competition in Blackpool. And first of all, the changing room is pretty big. It's spacious. There's not that many spaces to hang your dresses. So you're kind of fighting for space to hang your dress. You're hoping you get there early enough that you can actually find a space to hang your dress so it's not wrinkled. You have all your stuff in one area. It's not spread out around the, all over the place. And that you can get changed. And there are dads, coaches, um, boy partners coming into the changing room constantly or they just don't see the separate signs and this is a in my opinion this is a huge thing for americans and american moms or people living in america because we are so not used to that that when it happened people were just shocked like i was shocked like oh my gosh there's a boy coming into the changing room he's not allowed to do that of course now i've been to so many international competitions that it's my perspective is very very different now but I was shocked. My mom was shocked. Other American moms were like the type of moms that would ask those boys or the coaches, whatever, the male coaches to leave the changing room. And of course, if they were like from some other country, they're like, why are you asking me to leave? This is crazy. Just let your child change and I will do what I need to do. And leave. But that was a thing that shocked me as well. I don't know if you had that experience too. Um, when I first walked into the changing room, I was like, okay. I accepted the fact really quick that it was for everyone. You mentioned <laughs> that there was a changing room for boys in the U.S. Yeah, I've been to competition where there's like boys and men's changing rooms and then I, girls and women's changing rooms. And they're mm -hmm. like pretty much separate rooms. I've never seen that. I've just men and women that I've never seen boys and girls change. Oh, rooms. Well. <laughs> but yeah. When we were <clears throat> when we went in to the changing room for the first time, I was a little surprised. I was like, okay, I was fine because in the men's changing room in the US, I would always see moms helping their kids change or uh, the partners, like the female partners, doing their hair because they don't have enough mirrors in their mm -hmm. uh, changing room. So I was already fine with the whole mix of genders mm -hmm. in one changing room and mix of ages as well i was fine my sister was a little 
my partner, my sister was a little hesitant. Unco- yeah, hesitant, but we were fine. Um, the hanging up thing. I'm tall, so I just hung up my stuff on the on the border of the ah, uh, what's it called? The on, on the doorway. There was like another door on the side of the wall, so I just hung it up there. And the staff would always get mad at people who are <laughs> hanging the stuff up there because the doors is a, was like a fire exit. Mm-hmm. And there were huge doors. There was like a few sets of them. Mm-hmm. They always get mad that like we're hanging our stuff up there and then we don't have enough That's because spaces. there's no place to yes. hang your stuff because there's hundreds of couples and they put one little thing. Yeah everyone to hang their tail suits and dresses on it just gets crazy in there oh, all the time um and then let's say after rounds after everything we'll get ready and we would dance one heat let's say it's i'm not sure i don't remember if it's standard or latin on the first day but regardless of the style if there's one person i bumped into I will talk to that person for the rest of the week. <laughs> That's how we just, this is, we, I bumped into this one kid and we just talked for the rest of like the whole time we were there. So we were fine. Yeah. You like found your little friend that yes. you could band together with <laughs> during the scary week of junior black pool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And every day we just line up next to this sheets of like, what heats are we in? And we just look for our names and see what couples were dancing with and we would always pick out and be like oh my god i'm so lucky i'm dancing with bad couples <laughs> and then this isn't just <laughs> we're just like oh my god if i dance with bad couples that means i get into the next round mm-hmm. and it was just always something that we were just talking about it was fun i'm gonna say blackpool was a great experience we are running out of time so we are going to make this a two-part topic Guys, we will see you next time. Stay tuned. Remember, our episode schedule is we release on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. So stay tuned for the second part of this episode. Bye-bye, Bye, guys. guys.